If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome, friends. It is Unlocked, episode 348, pre-E3 edition. Actually, I guess one of two pre-E3 editions. we got one more show next week before we head down to Los Angeles to see what Microsoft has been cooking up for us. Uh, but first, we've got a ton to catch, uh, to catch you up on this week, starting with our E3 predictions. A lot of you have been asking for them. When are they coming? Right now, this show, uh, we'll go around, we'll do our usual round robin, three per person. We'll go around the table. Uh, and then, of course, we always invite you to keep score and tell us how wrong we were after the fact. That's half <laughs> the fun, is seeing how few of these we actually get right. But we'll also cover some Xbox E3 rumors as well, plus Bethesda's big Fallout 76 announcement that's uh, got the internet uh, chattering away about that as well. So let's get right to it. I'm Ryan McCaffrey, joined by Miranda Sanchez. Hello. Alana Pierce. Hi. Brandon Tyrell. Hello. All right. Well, crew today. Yeah. yeah uh, we're uh, back. <laughs> three weeks, I think it's been. Four musketeers. So yeah. <laughs> back, back in action. Uh, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little sad nobody's mentioned this I noticed absolutely it. baller Halo shirt today. I noticed today. it. I was <laughs> going to say, I almost wore a Halo shirt today as well. Yeah, I, I dug deep into the, into the closet <laughs> for this I'm wearing one. a Fallout so shirt. So I noticed your shirt today. But it was today. an act, like this is the second time I've done that where I got here and I was like, obviously I'm going to be talking about Fallout this morning. Uh, like it's like not intentional. <laughs> no, I like this one because this is, uh, you notice it says Halo 3 Recon, which yeah. is the original name of Halo 3 ODST. Yep. I can't remember if I got this at Bungie or if they sent it at some point, but it was yeah, and that there was a very brief window, like all the marketing material. It's like this. Yeah. it's like when they make the T-shirts for the the NFL team that doesn't win the Super yeah. Bowl and they yep. just send them out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always I, bet I always liked this name better. I always oh. thought Halo Recon. Three Recon was a better name than Halo yeah. Three yeah. ODST. I, 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 don't don't I dislike. Yeah, I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. Yeah. I like ODST because it does like sort of put that in the forefront. These are orbital drop shock troopers. <laughs> Credibility <laughs> restored. For whatever uh, reason, in my head, Recon makes it sound like it's like a DLC for Halo Three, but that yeah. could be because of the psychology of me knowing that ODST is distinct. Yeah, well, I think but the word like Recon. The, yeah, the fans knowing like what ODST means mm -hmm. and really distinctly, I guess, separates it from just like the original series and yeah. stuff. So it did always. Yeah, I was always weirded out, or I never understood. I guess would be the better thing to say that because it's called Halo Three ODST, but it's set during Halo Two. Is it called the Halo 3 ODST? <laughs> yeah. I guess I've only oh, yeah. ever called it ODST. Yeah. It's like a prequel. Yeah. It's just yeah. so strange. The Weird. 3 
Anyway, hey, uh, <laughs> speaking would, of if fun fact, the same engine, there are things like that. Fun fact: the next Halo game that comes out, it, you also play as an ODST. <laughs> True, Fireteam Raven, Fireteam Raven, Dave and Busters. This summer. <laughs> Pretty cool. We'll be I'm there. Play it. Uh, I'm actually ma- really excited about it. You can make checks payable well, to Ryan McCaffrey. Yeah, we're all going. Yeah. All right. Oh, absolutely. Field trip. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, let's get rolling here. Let's get to those Xbox E3 predictions. We have a uh, the, the the IGN office is so crazy right now. So many projects going on. We actually have a hard out. Uh, it's going to be about a 50 minute show today, so I don't want to waste any time. We'll go more fast. than what I've just wasted on a point. <laughs> Still wasting. It's it. never a waste if you're Still talking. Still being wasted. Talking about Halo. Xbox E3 predictions. <laughs> Let's go. We've each got three. Uh, I want to go to Miranda first. Gosh darn it. Okay. Get, kick us off. What it can be? It can be something that you really think is going to happen. Something maybe a little more out there, a little crazy. I don't Miranda, know. Miranda, one time I predicted that Scalebound Collector's Edition would come with an actual dragon. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how that so, out. I'm saying gosh darn it because <laughs> mine. I felt like I tried to do something a little bit more creative because I actually put my predictions in our sheet last, and I didn't want to copy anybody. Mm. So I was like, all right, gotta. What's really funny is like I think yours make the most sense from a business standpoint. So that's kind of where I came yeah. from. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, like what that. would they practically want? Uh, so my first is some sort of. This is really boring, but potentially kind of cool. Um, a Games Pass and Xbox Live bundle subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, not very exciting, but because they're pushing Games Pass so much and Xbox Live has games with gold, like it just kind of makes sense that they belong together. And it's kind of weird that that doesn't exist yeah. already. Makes a lot of sense. I yeah. can totally see like buy a year of gold, get a year of Game Pass for free. Like, yeah, or even like half a year. So a sixty dollar value, but you're already committing to it. Or even if they don't, maybe necessarily stretch it that far. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the two of them for eighty dollars. Yeah, like discount. it's just a significant. That's discount. what I would think. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that. It's just like then you're introducing different price points, and I'm not sure if that'd be confusing. I think that's fine. I mean, like a lot of subscription sites have different prices based on like premium access to things like i know for sure like with anime crunchyroll um they have a premium membership which gets you not only all their anime but also their manga and live action stuff they have so it's like sure gamers are used to that too yeah old editions and digital deluxe editions like hulu without like ads or whatever it's like there's a lot of that already in the marketplace or does it like they could do it too microsoft could do it and i think I mean, I'd be interested in that. Solid one. And we, we've just, we talk about it a lot. We've seen it time and again. Microsoft continues to do very just gamer-friendly, service-oriented yeah. things that, that this prediction would not surprise me in the slightest. Uh, yeah. It would be right up, right up their alley. Especially because the last couple of years, I think they've done like price reductions and stuff uh, during E3, like announcing it. Uh, did the S drop? In price last year, or was that two years ago? I don't know Gosh, if that was during E3. Now. Um, anyway, I I doubt that we're going to see a one X price drop uh, less than a year out from launch. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this would make sense, like yeah. bun- like bundling whatever services of, they can. Yeah, yeah, service announcement or like upgrades or peripherals. There's gonna be something like that. So I figured this could be a good one. Yeah, like last it. year we I got like uh, original Sorry. original Xbox backwards compatibility. Yes, was, was just sort of. Slipped in there. By the one way, of us the Xbox One X super though. cool thing. Yeah. yeah, one of us predicted that. I don't remember who it was, but this uh, the last two years. This just made me realize with Miranda coming up with this one, it's more of a service. The last two years that we've done this, I'm pretty sure that I predicted uh, VR for Xbox. This is the first <laughs> year I'm not doing it. I'm like, you know so what? I've now given it's up. Gonna happen. That's really You're funny right. because when I was trying to think of mine, I was like, I bet this is the year that they just doubled up. I keep being Hollow like, Lens okay, Oculus tie-in, Xbox VR. Yeah. I don't think they. I don't think they will yet. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's that Todd Howard quote from the Scorpio reveal where he says it's like the best place to run like Fallout VR or something like that. And I'm just like, wait, what? And I'm still holding on to that quote. 
at this point, and the I mean, hook comes from off stage. <laughs> they've sat, they've sat on the sidelines with it, and I don't say that in any sort of negative like, way. Negative. Yeah. Way I think at they've all. been smart with it, honestly. Yeah, and yeah. and that's exactly my point. Is I feel like now that they've sort of been hanging on, hanging back this long, I, if they're going to do it, I would rather almost rather it be like a next generation Xbox yep. thing where we can get a wireless yeah. improved like just yes. next generation my version guess, of, of VR in, in, in as well in addition to the console my guess is that they will try to take on Vive in a way that's like you have to think about it's Microsoft making VR it's not Xbox making VR mm-hmm. it's Microsoft making a Windows 10 VR platform yeah. and that's yeah. a huge deal to them so it's got to be something that would tie in with both not just one which yeah, I think I is true. crazy impressive if it works on both but that's really difficult totally too agree. and they got to wait until all that tech is basically ready and I can understand why for console hardware they would need to wait until next year for it to be both PC and console compatible. All right. Well, Alana, if you're not my predicting actual <laughs> VR this year, give us your first actual prediction. All right. My first actual prediction is the only one I think that's like super safe, uh, which is New Splinter Cell. Doubling down. I like Doubling that. Down. pushing your chip to the middle of the table on yes. that one. So we've already had this conversation. It's an in and out bet. Got a, I think it's it being... In and out? I thought it was pizza, but okay. Either way. Either? Yeah. Both? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Pizza, okay. pizza okay. in and out. Together? We'll put one on top Ooh. of the other. Yes, I like yes. it. Yes. An in and out style. Yeah, that's pizza style. <laughs> so I think it's going to be announced um, on Microsoft Stage at E3. I threw in out early 2019 to make it a little bit more difficult because this seems really likely to me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want you to be right so badly on this. Yeah. I, I'm like I'm not 100% though. I think I've just built a wall around my heart with, on that no. with that topic oh, and I, I just oh refuse to I can't believe it. I get it. Like if it happens then I'll I will 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 Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. around my heart but yeah. for now I can't. I just can't yeah. allow I can't go there. I don't think it'll be an exclusive. No. It definitely wouldn't be. I don't be. think There's just no to. way. It's, Unless I guess Microsoft paid them a lot of money for it but I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. So, oh, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I, I would add to it, but yeah, I totally don't think it'll be an exclusive. If anything, I mean, Splinter Cell does have a history with you know Microsoft consoles, so uh, I would imagine a marketing deal is probably a shoe in, yeah. in in that regard. But look how far. I don't know if, if the term is if it's better to say how far we've fallen. <laughs> or, or maybe it's the opposite. Like maybe it's I don't know how but far we've risen. We, we've gone from third-party exclusive game deals being yeah. a, like a pretty normal thing to now we're sitting here on a regular basis talking about who's got the marketing deal. Like how dumb is that yeah. in the grand scheme of things? Right? It's uh, kind of goofy. Call, it really is. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Although, but. It, it does work. The I mean, Call of Duty one wait, kills Oh my god, it definitely only, works. People think it that works. games are exclusives. Like so many people thought Destiny. Resident Evil 7 was a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Destiny like, as no, well was, no. I think, a big high-profile one. It's, yeah, Call of Duty has like a month exclusive on PS4 for a, DLC. As it used to have on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the, kills yeah. me every time. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. It is really silly. All right. What was the last big third-party exclusive? I mean, the first on, one that comes to mind is Bloodborne. I mean, Sony continues to have them primarily because of... Uh, Japanese oh, game developers yeah. and the Xboxes, you know, so had, from from soft, uh, you know, Neo. Uh, oh, that's being true. A that's big true. one. Persona Five were were two huge yeah. ones last year. Yeah, I guess for PlayStation Detroit I'm, as well. I mean, that's a first party game. That is that's, first party. Yeah. Well, situation. I don't know if they are first party. I don't think uh, Detroit's they are. second. It's a well, they're whatever. Second but party. Yeah. Second party. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different. <laughs> the different rare second show party. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Insomniac. Yeah, Sunset Overdrive is is yeah. probably the Lippin. Yeah, which is. 
That's even that's like kind of a second party. They're totally second ideal. party. Yeah, they're not owned. So and it's, it's interesting they went from Xbox exclusive to. I mean, uh, I don't know. I guess exclusive with it is still a free agent. Do what they want. I guess the difference they're is still doing Oculus exclusive stuff too. It, so are they? It is yeah. a third. Sunset is kind of a third party exclusive, except we call it second party because Microsoft published it. Yeah. The same way that Sony publishes uh, David Cage's Quantic Dreams games. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, my understanding of second party was always like oh, you're Tomb Raider. not you're not Tomb Raider's owned. the last one. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, you're, yeah. Right. you're not that, owned that's by an them. Actual but third party. Yeah, Square published it. Yep. Yeah, or, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. We did it. Um, <laughs> give me a prediction. Uh, well, this one is is pretty much the you know the one everyone's expecting. So I don't know how out on a limb I'm going here, but uh, I think this is the year. I think this is the year we finally get that. Sexy, sexy CGI Halo Six reveal. It's like Master Chief in a bikini. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and he's like looking over the shoulder, like he's got a secret. You know? Just, um, no, I think this is it. I think this is the year we see Halo Six. We're gonna get that CGI teaser. I hope so. God, I hope it's not him in a cloak walking through the I desert would, again. I would but, be so uh, excited if he was in another cloak, a I different do, potato sack. I do think that Microsoft is I like not it. unaware that people are expecting Halo this year. So I'm expecting like, you know. A forest, and then you know the I moonlight, mean, and then you just see like Master Chief's helmet come into view. Like it, it'll be a surprise, but yeah. I think we're going to see the CGI trailer, and I think it's going to be followed up by um, what they did a, a few years ago, which is have someone from Three Four Three come out and just set the tone, set the mood for it. Like I think it'll be Bonnie, Bonnie Ross, of for sure. Bonnie Ross, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think they'll come out and they'll talk about it, and I'm going to go one step further, and I think it's going to be very, very chief focused. They have to. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, they're they gonna have. they're gonna walk back, back the whole lock. Why thing. is that? Yeah, why why would that possibly be the case? I don't uh, know. Just a, just a feeling that I have. I'm really. sure there'll be a teaser. Like I don't think that's unreasonable, but I don't know that we'll get like a huge deep dive into it. No, I don't think so. I yeah. think she'll come out and she'll be like, "You are the master chief." You know, blah, or she'll blah, blah, say blah, something blah. about like, "We listened to our fans. Yeah, we heard what you wanted." So, it'll be fan servicey, but we it'll, love it'll the be chief. it'll be a tone piece for sure. They'll set the story. They're not going to give anything away other than you'll play as Master Chief. You'll be fighting the Covenant. There might be a flood, you know, I like something like flood. that. Um, but yeah, that's, again, not super dangerous, I, but I do think this is the year, which maybe not be as safe as I think because I think I've predicted Halo 6 last year as well. We All right, we got, it seems likely. S- yeah. s- just solid singles. We're just playing for, for base yeah. hits right yeah. now, just <laughs> yeah. in the first round. Um, just put the ball in This play. is just money ball right now. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to say something that I've we've talked about before, but I do think in the in the spirit of previous discussions of <laughs> this is the year Microsoft has to has to empty just empty just their the chamber. whole salvo. Yeah, it doesn't matter how far out a project is. The, the 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 narrative has to be turned around, and E3 is the place to. I haven't even said it yet, and I'm smiling. Thought, yeah, you're ready. You know what I'm going to say, and that is, I do think the playground. Fable, either if, whether it's Fable Four or Reboot, I think I think I think Reboot. I think I, think reboot. I want Reboot as well. I'm done for um, Reboot. I think it'll get just music, logo fade in that tells us Fable as opposed to Fable Four, playground logo, and then like you know either 2019 or or just probably not even a date. Yeah, at I don't all. think it, I don't. Think um, but I do think we will. It'll get the teasiest yep. of teasy teasers. I think you're, they're going to lean if this happens. And this is just what's going on in my head. I think we're going to get that like fairy tale music, and it'll be like a sweeping shot of Albion, and then it'll be. They'll show one of the seals. Fable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and then maybe maybe they'll show like a Some character. Chickens. 
They'll show a character yeah. resembling the boy or, or a very yeah. fable-esque character, and then that'll be it. Oh, right. Jack of Blades. Ooh. Ah, oh, that'd be cool. Just a straight reboot. I put in a, a, a bonus that I cry when Ryan is correct about a fable teaser. I cried at Beyond Good and <laughs> so, Evil 2 last year. There's I'm usually gonna, one game that makes me cry, and this year it would be So we need to make sure to sit next to each other <laughs> in, the, in, in our war room this year. Yeah. I cried even on the live show after the Ubisoft press conference Aww. while we were talking about Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, if, if it's on it, I'll cry. The, the, the last time that I got like super crazy at, uh, at an announcement was, I mean, it was Keza McDonald and I were sitting us, and we were both freaking out when EA did announce... Mirror's, Mirror's Edge. Edge. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, fit, yeah. I didn't end up playing that. It's fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. that's what it I exists. Got to. It's fine. I reviewed it. It's fine. Anyway. Yeah. Our core. All right. Uh, in the spirit of Round Robin, I will uh, continue here. My second prediction, I mean, Ori 2, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, is that's saying it's going to be there is not a prediction at all. But I, my prediction is I think we'll get the release date, and I think that release date will be sometime in the month of August. I like that. That game, to me, does. it would not be a good idea, probably, to release it in the actual fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It's also uh, sounding like first quarter of next year is not really going to be safe either. No, you're totally right. Um, I know, and yes, I know that, micro, well, that Microsoft slash uh, the uh, Cuphead team, the studio MDHR, did release Cuphead in September, but... And it did extraordinarily well. But I, I do think Ori and the Will of the Wisps will be obviously shown, but I, yeah. I think we'll get a date, and I think that date... We've already got Spider-Man and Tomb Raider in September this year yes. as well. Uh, I don't know if we have anything major in August. So it would be I don't bet, think I think. anything's been locked in for August. There are things in August, but I don't remember what they are right now. Uh, okay. So, that seems promising. There's there something go. there. There's my, <laughs> there's my base hit, my, my playing, for, playing for a single uh, prediction. Real quick, before we continue, I've got to say that the podcast is feeling more like a real show than ever because I'm actually going to do a live read on a sponsorship right now. This is for our male listeners, and it's brought to you by 4hims.com. A not-so-fun fact, two-thirds of men experience hair loss by age 35. Unfortunately, by the time a lot of guys notice, it's usually too late. So if things are getting a bit thin up top or that hairline is a little farther away than it used to be, or maybe you've even seen bald spots popping up, you have the power to do something about it. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. ForHims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness that connects you with real doctors for medical-grade solutions for problems that maybe you're too embarrassed about to handle in person. No waiting room, no doctor visits, no snake oil pills or supplements they sell behind the counter at gas stations. These are prescription solutions backed by actual science. It's easy. You visit 4hims.com, answer a few questions, a doctor will review and can prescribe accordingly, and products are shipped directly to your door. While supplies last, unlocked listeners can get a trial month for just $5 when they head to 4hims.com slash podcast unlocked. This would cost hundreds of dollars from a doctor or pharmacy, so 5 bucks for your first month is a steal. Again, that's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash podcast unlocked. Thanks. Now back to the show. Alana? Uh, okay, my next one is ridiculous, but I'm we're all talking about teases, right? So this is my perfect doc tease that's like a pre-tease, uh, is that there is going to be Joanna Doc added as a playable character in Gears 4 multiplayer. 
That would be cool. So specific. <laughs> Very unlikely. But my logic is like, I don't think they're ready to tease a new perfect doc yet. We'll get the teaser next year. This is the pre thing, like what with what happened with Splinter Cell. So it's like, you know, oh, but there's content for her. Right. They must be doing something to do with Perfect Doc. So yeah. I'm, and I'm totally gonna play as her. And I, I could I, see I feel that. Like it could work. That could totally work. Mm-hmm. I think like the character models wouldn't be she wouldn't be too dissimilar to Kate Diaz, but they gotta put that chunky armor on and that could be hard, but Well and wasn't there was that rumor we talked about uh, well, about it being the coalition uh, that the coalition was involved, right? In, in so, Dark and oh, it, that's why. Yeah, it, yeah, that that could totally put those two that and two together. Seems very Makes unlikely, sense. but it'd be cool. Maybe I like that. Thank you. Have a little fun here. <laughs> I feel uh, like this is just your like dream wish for cosplay pretty much. right now. You're like, I already have my <laughs> oh, costume. Oh, but she could also have like the cog armor. Uh-huh. Yes, also that. You've already done the cog armor, so yeah, that'd be oh, great, Miranda. Prediction number two. I got another boring one, but it's practical and it's what I want. Okay. So I would say Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 remix bundle comes to Xbox One because we're getting Makes Kingdom Hearts 3 on Xbox. Makes a ton of sense. Okay, but the Why thing is, originals? the Kingdom Hearts franchise has never been friendly to. Non- to, 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 it's never been accessible as an issue, right? There's so many different versions of Kingdom Hearts on so many different things at this point mm-hmm. that it doesn't seem like a goal for Square to make them all available on everything. Um, maybe. I mean, the PS4 has the bundle already, so wouldn't mm-hmm. make it, like they could potentially do that on the Xbox. That was as last well. year, right? I think so. Yeah, before maybe. I think Jonathan. Reviewed. I don't remember. They all board I mean, together. It they sounds could. like free money for Square. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. like, why not give this audience that chance too? Like, I know probably a lot of people also had PS2s or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. when it came out, um, or maybe not. And maybe you're interested in Kingdom Hearts and never had the chance to play it for some reason. And this could be a really awesome opportunity for that. It would yeah. be cool. I, I mean, just don't trust it. <laughs> And we know Square. Oh, I mean, I'm. This is just a why it doesn't. Why hasn't this happened? Like that'd be really. Yeah. Smart. We we know Square has a conference this year, so yeah, we yeah. Do. So it could be at yeah. Square. It could be at Xbox. And if you know everybody is expecting the release date for Kingdom Hearts three to be announced at Square's con at Square's mm-hmm. E three conference, uh, it's probably going to be this fall. This yeah. Everybody's expecting. So, so why not this this reissue bundle yeah. in the summer when yeah. everything's quiet like July it's like catch up now it's gonna you know take a few minutes but go for that'd it that'd be maybe. a cool one to be like and it's out in June yeah yeah, that'd I be 100% so nice. believe that like during the conference this will be like announcement 2 or 3 and everyone's gonna be like here it is Kingdom Hearts here it is and it'll be like 1.5 2.5 on Xbox and be like alright false alarm everyone false <laughs> yeah alarm. that'd be awesome it like, would be cool I, w- I really wanna replay those and it'd be really cool to do that on my Xbox and they still yeah. hold up too mm-hmm. and if it's out in June you have them. three months to get through it before yeah. it comes out in full and I saw some people saying like yeah you could totally just jump in right into Kingdom Hearts I'm just like <laughs> good luck <laughs> I, I imagine them making I mean you, you could jump so into it but I think you'd miss a lot of the heart yeah, uh, just yeah. shoot Jonathan Dornbush a tweet. He'll fill you in. Oh, but we'll, we'll have like plenty of like explainer pieces and roundups of like everything that happened. No, I meant Jonathan will go to their house. Oh, that's like, true. Yeah, we will send Jonathan yeah. Dornbush to your He'll house. To what if he's already knocking on people's Hearts. doors like a Mormon? He's just like, excuse <laughs> Hello, me. Do you, you have a moment to talk about the good news? <laughs> well, like the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where they, yeah. they actually visit their trolls door to door. Are go you XX Legolas four twenty XX? That was so good. Yeah, so that'd be a, a nice thing to have. Good announcement. That would be good. Not crazy, but just nice. I think that's yeah. good, solid, right. safe. Brandon, yeah. dollar bill. what have you got for us? Mine is not so solid and safe. So <clears throat> I like that. Good. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, oh, come on. Uh, so the first safe part ish. is, so uh, my, my second prediction is that 
uh, this is the year that Crackdown 3 gets a re-reveal trailer. I hope so. Because it has been missing in action for for quite a while. Full year. Right. Yeah. One full year. So I, Last E3. I think maybe, I mean, I shared my thoughts on it when we played it at E3 last year. I thought it looked a little dated. I, I didn't have a, a bunch of fun with it, but I knew, you know, there's still time to develop it. Um, so I think they just went dark and started working on it. Um, and I think this is the year we get that re-reveal trailer. The second part is what I think is a little more out on a, on a limb here, which is that uh, I think we also, with that re-reveal trailer, we get a release date for 2019. Mm. And I put down spring or summer. Okay. The more I think about it, I think spring would be uh, not such a great idea, um, but maybe next summer, next June. Wow, or, that far out, huh? Yeah. I, I don't think it's – yeah. I, I imagine that it's not ready yet. Uh, knowing that once October hits, you essentially have no room until next March. Well, if you're right, and it is a, something after spring, mm-hmm. I don't think they would say that at E3 because that's so yeah. broad. I think they would just say 2019. You think? Yeah, they'll yeah. just say they just leave it at that. Man, but that game's been delayed so many times. It has. I well, mean, it, technically, that has to be a very difficult game to make. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fact that the like and it's running on an engine that we heard had had trouble with open worlds before, but mm-hmm. um, it's also just like everything being destructible is that's, that's technically a very difficult game. Well, that's the thing, right? It's like, and correct me if I'm wrong, if there's new information that counteracts this, but from what I understand, the destructive sort of cloud-based stuff was all going to be running like online, right? Yes. Yeah. It's correct. a single player version of it that did not include that. Mm-hmm. Or, not to, or at least not to nearly the same degree. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, when we first saw it two or three years ago, Destin was like, yeah, an entire skyscraper came down in 10 million people. Yeah, um, I think they're doubling down on that, and I think that's going to be a big part of the re-reveal trailer. W- I'd be really curious to see how they message it, though. Yeah, it would be th- – because that was the big question that everybody was asking after it was shown uh, and it was playable behind closed doors mm-hmm. last year was, where's where'd the destructibility go? Yeah. And they just – and they, they'd given – Microsoft and I think even Phil, when I sat down with him, was like, "Yeah, you know, we're we're we showed that at Gamescom, whatever, a couple years right. ago. So now we're showing single player stuff." Did you know Destin played it? At Gamescom? Really? Yeah. No yeah. way. Destin played it at Gamescom. Oh, I'd never like heard several that years ago. Huh? He's not here, so I thought I'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spirit of Destin. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Spirit of Destin sounds like a great Halo ship. It's just any time that we'd ever talk about Crackdown and be like, hey, did I tell you guys that I played it? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, wow, really? Hi, Destin Gary. Yeah. <laughs> it's business card. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you raise an interesting point, which uh, will dovetail into my third prediction coming up. But Thank you. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the idea of, like, you know, Microsoft has always, at least it's in the last number of years, they've dropped pretty much all or they've dropped almost all of their first party games in q4 mm. sony has shown you don't need to do that to yeah, have so, sony and nintendo and nintendo absolutely uh and I, I, it seems like maybe microsoft is starting to realize that as well because i mean uh, we had the very successful launch of state of decay 2 mm-hmm. right uh which just happened and then and sea of thieves before that which has you know a lot of players on it and it's which has got a big content update hey. uh, which, yeah yesterday or the day before yeah yeah which you and i streamed shark. so uh, yeah <laughs> maybe you know maybe maybe we will see a a year here where uh there isn't a huge october or, or november q4 game for microsoft and that they just spread everything out uh, which they've never really done before. Mm-hmm. If there were, what do you think it would be? 
Well, here. I mean, the the default assumption would be would be Halo, but yeah, um, yeah I think are we on to round three here? I think so. I think, so yeah, I'll just oh, we're jumping good segue into yours. Yeah, it's I I do think uh, Halo is not going to come out this year, but I think they will date it for they'll give an exact date of sometime in early or spring 2019 which is insane to me because q1 is already so loaded with you know potential titles and 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 not just games but games as service games you know but i think after i think they maybe have needed some more time to to sort of figure out what they're going to do with the campaign Mm -hmm. and i also think that i don't see it coming out this year there's just two I think they'd be doing themselves a disservice, but not saying Halo 6 won't be awesome, because I certainly hope it will be, and it is a very big deal. But you've got Battlefield 5, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which is the biggest of the Call of Duty sub-brands, and Red Dead. Like, it all clustered together there. I mean, why? (laughs) And those are all multi-platform games. Mm -hmm. To put a single (laughs) platform Halo 6 out there, you're just, you're, I feel like you're just limiting your, your potential in uh, financial. I think update. marketing experts would agree with you on that. It's I'm not, not a marketing expert, but it just seems like why not just push it? Make make it make, make it Halo, its own event. Man, make Halo yeah. its own big mm-hmm. thing in early March 2019. Yeah, I love why those not? releases. Like honestly, it's just such a refreshing thing to see big titles come out like spread out over I the year. I love January releases. Yeah, it's like January releases. There's the not best. a lot coming out. Like the year is starting off, it's a little slow Dying and then light I get to, says hi. Yeah, yeah really get to hunt to dive do. into something and yeah. it's awesome. Love it. And see if thieves. That was always Yeah, I forgot Monster Hunter World came out this year. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah, he put like 100 hours in that. So we'll see. Uh mm-hmm. all right. Alana. Yes. Final prediction for E3 2018. Speaking of Halo, Halo 5 Battle Royale mode revealed. That's Halo, it. Halo 5? Yeah. I think that makes sense. They're still supporting. The- so like a free yeah. separate Esports. battle royale <laughs> thing built off of Halo? No, I think it's a multiplayer mode. Within Halo that's... Mm-hmm. Re- I'm sure you'd need to download an update yeah, for it. Yeah, of course. But I think that it is a mode, not a separate release. Ooh, that's really and, interesting, And not just actually. not just a part of Halo 6, you think? It'll actually be a... No, I think that yeah. they'll, they'll continue trying to promote Halo 5 by doing this. Like I, We th- still want people to play it online. This is part of Halo 5. I think that's really smart because yeah. that fills the Halo gap until next year when 6, theoretically... You mean the arcade game's drop. not enough for you? Come on. I mean, it, look, Dave and Buster's the ball's in your court right now. We're waiting. Um, but that's really smart because it cashes in on the zeitgeist of the Battle Royale mode right Needs now. Needs to be right now. Yep. It uh, it fills that gap of Halo that we're not going to get this year. And it gives uh, Microsoft something new to give out, like, immediately. Like, so I imagine, you know, it's developing is not going to be easy. But I imagine if they've been working on it, it's not as time-intensive as a brand-new standalone Halo thing. No, well, uh, from devs that I've spoken to about this, apparently making a Battle Royale is actually relatively easy in the grand scheme of things in that you don't really have to balance the map it just has to be huge and things can spawn randomly so you don't have to it's not that difficult in terms of fine-tuning yeah um so it 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 makes sense and i think that that's one thing that we should be considering with battle royale which i find kind of odd is that people are like oh it's another battle royale game but it's like every game has a king of the hill like every game has a capture the flag. How is this any different? It's just another multiplayer mode. Yeah. That I think yeah. Halo do really well. As long as it's a mode, yeah. I think 
where people are getting hung up is like that's all Fortnite Battle Royale is. That's all what PUBG is. You know? Yeah, well, I mean Fortnite, Fortnite has a, a whole other yeah mode to oh, it. Oh, I know, I reviewed it. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> Fortnite Battle Royale, the multiplayer right. mode. Because let's face it, like what's the <laughs> division? Save the world. Of, yeah, what's the division of of the player base there? Right, it's ninety eight percent to two percent, right? Yeah, and I, I get it with PUBG being like, well, this is just one standalone thing. But mm-hmm. I think if it starts becoming a multiplayer mode, as it is with Call of Duty, as I think would do great in Halo. I mean, it is exciting to see how different companies tackle the Battle Royale like mode as well. Just like how they want to put their own touch on it. It's mm-hmm. like, what's different and why is the incentive there for us to play it? Yeah. Um, I think with Halo 5, if it were there, then a lot of us already own it. So it would just be like, oh, just update this mm-hmm. and jump in and see how it goes. The alternative is Gears because they've been supporting. Um, I just don't think Gears could handle it. I don't, I don't the fidelity think. Fidelity in the map size? Yeah. Yeah. Halo, I was going to say, already has is used Big to huge patterns. maps. Yeah. Vehicles oh all over God. the place. PUBG mm-hmm. with a banshee, like that's uh, insane. The, I guess the the one thing I would wonder about, but I'm not a game designer. I'm sure three four three had figured out would be the TTK in Halo is pretty high. Yeah. So I wonder if the matches might go on for a while. Could do. A, uh, maybe I, yeah. maybe you maybe you're all ODSTs in the battle royale mode, so you have you know you, you have less shields or something yeah. like yeah. that. I don't know. There's any. There's a lot of and, ways to workshop this. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I mean Halo has been known for pickups forever. Like you grab the overshield, or you get the. Uh, I mean, if they bring back, you know, uh, armor abilities, right? Or, like you, or it's SWAT rules. There's ooh. No shields. One shot to the head, couple to the body. But then oh it, God, it, I don't think so. I mean, dude. you have to have a little time. Table, a right? battle royale yeah. swap mode. I think someone getting DMR'd from across the map is just going to piss people off. It would be pretty great if you could have custom maps a swap on, in your battle royale. Oh, yeah. I'm sure so that you could do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think like it, from what I want from the standard, it should feel like Halo. And I think you're right that maybe there would be just higher damage. Everyone deals higher damage. Yeah, f- uh, I'm. I'm being the reminded. idea of someone getting the energy sword or a gravity hammer like in a battle royale, and then it becomes like the man with the golden gun. Right. It's like yeah. move over Thanos in Fortnite. Like it, that's so cool, and everyone's just gonna be like, "We need the energy Some sword." Of those old Dude, I don't even know rocket about that. launches. I think like having a melee weapon in a battle royale mode like Halo that would Scary. just be a death sentence. I think the guy who gets the sniper rifle is like you know the one eyed man launch. is the, king the rocket of the launcher yeah. for sure. Um, Forge World comes to mind yep. as something, some massive space that that we've already seen yeah. in the Halo universe. So, uh, oh. could it even be a hey, the beta for Halo Five Battle Royale is available right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think play the beta right now. That's a great point. I think they put in the structure and the skeleton to do battle royale modes, and then let you make your maps in Forge. Ooh, I I, I could see cool. them doing that for sure. And this seems like a thing that could translate really well into Halo Six. Is again just another new game mode, and now I'm really excited. About now I'm excited for. Uh, <laughs> now I'm, I'm so excited. I hit the mic. Now I'm excited for a new uh, Halo multiplayer suite. Like this is gonna be a Aww. good year. You did it. Uh, who's Take left? It's me. All right, I got one it more too. And you. Oh, good. Okay. And Miranda. Okay. Um, I'll go. Uh, so this last time I wanted to do something fun. A little, but then I was like, but what if I play it safe too? Um, so I'm going to play it safe and say it would be some sort of DC hero game, probably from Rocksteady, because we know they're working on something. Yeah. Potentially Superman. Who really knows? So but, on the Microsoft stage. Yeah, so like something to counter the whole Spider-Man thing. Right, like, that would you make guys a ton get of sense. Marvel, we get DC kind of thing. Hmm. Um, and just seeing how that plays out potentially, because that'd be cool to see. I definitely mm-hmm. want that. Yeah, and it's been a few years since we've had something big from Rocksteady so um, two years ago uh, 2015 they had their game and 2016 was Arkham VR yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and so and that was clearly just like a side project yeah, uh, yeah three years proper yeah. so, for the for the team so. they could announce something soon it is time not, if not this year probably next year I'd assume Love would love to see that's that that's a safe one so. excellent I would totally get behind a Superman game I think Friend, that's awesome take us home as long as it's not Aquaman um <laughs> 
Yeah. So my last one, <clears throat> I feel like is also fairly safe, but so I think, uh, you know, we all saw that news story where due to a job posting, we know that Microsoft is ramping up a Santa Monica studio for, quote, quadruple it's, A uh, game uh, Daryl Gallagher, former Crystal Dynamics studio head, yep, is, <laughs> is working on the Microsoft executive team. We imagine that he might be, you know, in a leadership role in that studio. Um, but I think that with the narrative going on over the last couple of years where – you know, where are the games, you know, yeah, you have see, things we've been seeing recently, right? Which is, yeah, you have Sea of Thieves. Yeah, you have State of Decay. But like, where's your Last of Us? Where's your, you know, Bloodborne? Where's your other, yeah, insert Sony exclusive? Um, I think this is Microsoft's answer to that. I mean, I think they've been talking a lot about uh, the gamer is still super important to the, you know, the Microsoft family. And I think this is um, we're going to get a segment where. Maybe maybe Daryl Gallagher comes out, maybe Phil, maybe somebody else from the executive team comes out and says, we're putting together a team, <laughs> you know, essentially for, uh, you know, to use a cliche term now. He comes out and he says Santa Monica will be Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. In Sam Jackson comes out. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired of these MF and comments. <laughs> we're mixing. Oh, we're mixing all of them. Yeah, movies. yeah. yeah. Too much. Um, I think he comes out and I think that he says this is the you know the quad A studio that's going to be delivering those experiences that people are looking forward to. I think they say the exclusives are coming, the core gamer is super important to us and you can expect uh you know the level of quality and polish that you've come to expect from Microsoft moving forward. And uh, I don't think they tease a game or anything. I think it's... It shook concept up and not much else. Like, like, even like how EA did for a little while there on their stage with, with what is now Anthem. Remember the Anthem teaser? Oh, yeah. right. Like it was like, the, hey, we're working on something. Yeah. Look at all our yeah. studios working Hudson on things. It was, they did that with Star Wars as yeah. well, right? It was like, like pretty hey, much we're, a Star Wars reel of... We're like, working. We're working on a bunch of things. I'm drawing on a tablet. Yeah. Is it There's Wookie? a photo of was in water. Yeah. He was in that video. Oh, Mitch. R.I.P. Uh, Rip Mitch. Um, yeah, I think okay. I think they come out and they say, "Hey, we have a team together. We're going to be making these games for you. Exclusives are coming." If they date it, I think I don't think they will. I they think won't. it's so far out. If it's something like that, yeah. I mean, earliest we see anything from them is twenty twenty. I want to say, but so I weird. don't. I don't think they'll date it. <laughs> Having said that, uh, PlayStation's playbook has been to announce games three, f- sometimes four years before they're released. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, look at Kojima, right? Like Death that, Stranding. Death, uh, Death Stranding's guy. But I Final think Fantasy Seven remake. They got huge marketing pushes before that game even had. But an I think engine. those are the studio's choices rather than PlayStation's choices. Sure, that's fine. I, I just mean like that is definitely a feather in that cap, and you know that marketing playbook has shown in the over the past half decade to work, mm. right? Like people are excited for years and years and years to play this game that they saw. Right. I mean, you, know, you have to have the right name, the right studio behind it, right? Like Kojima has a lot of power just on his own. And yeah. Also every trailer is game. really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So like well, there's, I mean, look at God of War as well. And you yeah, could do it. Last of Us Part 2. Oh, I didn't care about God of War until people started actually playing it. Really? Yeah. I <laughs> oh, didn't man. care at all. As soon as I, I saw like, Kratos oh. step out, I was like, yep, I'm, oh, I'm playing that game. Like, and, and like, I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm living like, proof that like that works. That, mar- yeah. that marketing strategy works. So yeah, one one thing: how many unannounced games do you think we will see that are even going to be on current gen? Halo Six, sure. For Microsoft's conference, yeah. 
How many I, more current gen games do we have left in this cycle? Horizon. I mean, I think we have a while. Horizon Four, Halo Six, Crackdown. Yeah, the inevitable Forza. What is if it's not Forza I mean, Horizon Four, it's Forza. Something. Forza yeah. goes yeah. without saying yeah. too. And like, I think Halo will be as well. We'll still have Forza every year, so that's like yeah. almost guaranteed. But I mean, like in terms of like new announcements, things we aren't necessarily anticipating. Like, like new IP or just like sequels. I think or sequels I think either. Fable. Fable's a like, next gen game. Me too. Um, whatever the studio the next Gears on. is going to be on the I would think if Perfect Dark's a thing that's so. the next gen game yep Splinter Cell's probably current gen yeah <laughs> um, Ubisoft would bring that out yeah next year but I mean that there's not going to be many more uh, if it's two years away is it though is it two years away that's so? the latest. I mean, we're gets, we're opening up that whole can of worms about the structure of console Ooh, right. yeah yeah well they're all going to work on. The existing X, but we yeah. we know that yeah. it's yeah. just, but they're going to be hopefully built to be tailored for yeah. a next generation. Which is Xbox. it's just weird to think about. That we're it is, yeah. Like I'm not, I just, it's like twenty twenty sounds so far yet. away, but it's actually not. Yeah, oh man, I don't I've like had, it. I've been <laughs> one X for eight months. Like no. I'm not ready for a new Microsoft. Console. Oh, you got yours early. Uh, it's just seven months, six months. I'm bad at math, Ryan. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I we we works. got it. You know, at the end of last year, and. uh God, yeah, it has only been like six months, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Six months. Jeez. Yeah, it's weird. So like I'm not ready for a new Microsoft console. I don't you know? feel like I am yet either, but... I feel like maybe they start... Fa- like the S becomes the base model, the one S. That already happened. They already yeah. discontinued the, yeah. uh, the True. OG. Which is actually a good point. That kind of means we're already on a new generation of consoles. Well, yeah, that's the whole like mid, mid-cycle mid upgrade. Uh, similar? Yeah. That's the whole mid-cycle upgrade conversation, right? Yeah. Like do they, do they adopt Apple's... Uh, iPhone and iPhone S every year or every other year, right? Or do they stick to the five to seven to ten year plan? That's interesting. I mean, I, I think yes, but ex- but on a longer timeline, maybe every three years. So you know, X- Xbox One X, and then maybe twenty twenty one next gen Xbox twenty twenty four is the the Y upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. Mm. I just mm. hope that with the release of the PlayStation 5, um, you know, that big news cycle was coming out about how the PlayStation 4 is nearing the end of its life. I'm really hoping like that doesn't drive the narrative for for the next three years about how, well, what's Microsoft's answer to the PlayStation 5, you know? So I'll be oh, they just They need yeah. to get out at the same time or first, <clears throat> yeah. in my humble opinion. But that's a topic for a different show. Sure is. Yeah, we got 10 minutes two left. Years away. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, we're down to 10 minutes already. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to just talk real quick. Um, let's just address this. There, so, uh, a, there's this is trending on Reddit. There is a Reddit user by the name of So Meh M E H, <laughs> who the reason this user is is uh, noteworthy, they correctly called Fallout seventy six. How? Maybe an, a, an he actual, just rolls like a hundred sided well, die. Like the, <laughs> hey, the so therefore, and so this same person saying now uh, that Microsoft will be announcing a new Gears, Forza Horizon 4, yeah, Halo, and Sunset Overdrive 2. So that's, that's where, mm-hmm. you know, we don't take every rumor we hear is, uh, with, with we, any seriousness, yeah. but in this case, this person uh, got a pretty specific thing. Pretty, right on the money. Right on the money a while ago. So here, the thing that jumps out at me, Sunset Overdrive 2 would be, Great, maybe, because isn't Insomniac completely tied up with Spider-Man? Which comes out this year. So if they have two teams, I was thinking about this earlier today. If yeah. they have two teams doing uh, you know, production on Spider-Man and pre-production on Sunset Overdrive 2, right. 
Uh, they I could am, rotate through if they're mostly doing QA on I mean, Spider-Man. They, they yeah. Did yeah. Have, yeah. They did have uh, some people on a couple of VR projects. Uh, I think they're still working on VR projects. They are. Though, okay. Because yeah. that, that's, I so guess, three I don't, teams. <laughs> they have, I think well, they have a bunch, honestly. Really knows, yeah. I they mean, work on a lot of Oculus games. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm not sure about is like, can the, I don't want to say A team or B team. The team one is clearly on Spider-Man. It's been in development for forever. Can well, te- since, seemingly since Sunset. Can yeah. Team Two like work on Sunset Two, or do you need the talent from One in order to? Well, again, most of the talent from One isn't going to be still working on Spider Man because they're mostly doing QA. Like mean, in this stage of the light, light September, well, yeah, early September, they're yeah. mostly going to be doing bug testing, and sure, they'll be doing some other stuff. But I guess I mean I would be thrilled with Sunset Overdrive Two, but honestly. Only if it's Insomniac. Right. I mean, it could also just be an announcement and them not actually have a lot of work done on it yeah. yet. Like, of course. Production, totally. Like, hey, this is happening. Yeah. yeah if they're in pre-production cool. phase right now and they announce it and it comes out in two years, yeah. like, that's totally plausible. Yeah. Because as soon as Spider-Man ships, you have a small core team doing upkeep on that and the rest of the team immediately starts working on the other one. Mm. It's just a thing for me where Sunset was so uniquely great and uh, I would be nervous – I'm not going to write it off, obviously, but I would be very nervous if it were anyone but Insomniac yeah. because there, we've seen a lot of developers make open world games, but um, Insomniac made Sunset Overdrive's mundane tasks super interesting, mm. which is a which is a a problem that I personally have with a lot of open world games. Yep. So um, I don't I don't know who the heck else they could get to do it. Like, who is even out there? I'm trying to think of games that have locomotion fluid systems as good as Sunset, and I can't. Hopefully, some way, somehow, if this is true, uh, it is Insomniac. Yeah, I agree. But um, that is a rumor to just just put a pin in that for two more weeks, and we'll see if this, uh, (laughs) if so, meh. I really wouldn't have predicted that one. That trailer would be great, too, at the E3 conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just see like that cartoony, like a pair of punk shoes running across a rooftop, like a Dead well, Island Two style trailer. Yeah, Remember right. that video yeah. game that didn't come no. out? Oh right. yeah, I, it's I, a really good trailer. I wanted that one too. Let's uh, let's more or less finish up. Let's talk a little bit about Fallout seventy six. Yeah. That was the big the big news item this week. Bethesda teasing on Tuesday uh, a just a, a teaser tweet with a with a Twitch stream with a, a Pit Boy in it, uh, and now here we go. Uh, Fallout 76, it's not a Fallout 3 remaster, which we thought maybe it was. Not Fallout 5. It's not Fallout 5. It's not Fallout, you know, New Orleans or, you know, the New Vegas type yeah. offshoot. Yeah, it's not Obsidian. It's it being made the- by Bethesda um, by the Austin and Maryland studios. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called 76 because it's set in Vault 76, which was what's called a control vault in the mm-hmm. Fallout universe. It's like right. 500 people. And it was one of the ones that wasn't supposed to open until I think like two decades after the war. 20 and years, right. So from what we can tell is a date on that that says the 21st of October 2102, which would mean that it is set before before any, any other game. Because I think um, Fallout 1 is, is 2160. Um, and it's also an interesting year uh, because the guy who creates the super mutants, super mutants mm-hmm. doesn't start doing that until after... 2102, meaning that in theory this game won't have any super mutants. Uh, it's a really interesting world of Fallout without super mutants, without its creatures right. that we all know Fallout for. So Death claws. Now, and uh, I mean, in this trailer, you only see parts inside the vault. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's weird because there's not a lot here to tell you about what the game is. Like, there's some cool Easter eggs in here. Like, I think I saw the spaceship from Fallout Three in there. Like, there's like a model of it or something. 
Um, they're definitely leaving the vault. Like he's he's yeah. putting his pipi yeah. on. They are leaving the vault at this yeah. point. Uh, Don't know saying why. you'll have to rebuild. And uh, Kotaku super reporter Jason Schreier suggesting that this is a uh, online, online uh, an yeah. online game of some sort. Most recently said that it's supposed to be similar to Daisy in yeah. some way. A lot of people are thinking like it's a Rust Daisy sort of thing, which I think would be awesome. Really cool. Like I. I think if you look at the building system that they kind of had the groundwork for in Fallout 4 and then implementing that in some other way yeah. and hopefully fine-tuned and improved would be just a super fun time. Yeah. It's like, imagine just yeah. like building up forts with your friends and then going and like finding other people and taking them down. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. worry about super mutants or anything else or like ghouls. It's just a clean slate for you to explore and to adventure and to like create your own stories. It's super smart. Um, and, uh, Tom Marks, I didn't get to ask him why, but he's pretty convinced that it's set in um, DC. Yes. Um, there's yeah. a... I think it's in Fallout 3. If you look at the computer, there's it shows where Vault 76 is. Oh, cool. Yeah. There's also there's a pretty robust wiki about like the history of all the vaults. I'm yeah, familiar so, like, with 76 as you're because saying, I played like, all the Fallout games, but I didn't know where it was set. Right. So like, as it is a control vault, there is no experiments going on yeah. here. Like Everyone's just normal yeah. people. Which is very nice. And rare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like there's nothing going on here. It's weird. Yeah. It's the vault. It's so exciting. it's interesting. Like, we, it's been a minute since we've had like, I mean, you and I used to, God, like years ago, we used to play Rust together, right? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, before we worked here, like 2014. Uh, we met. It's been a minute since we've had like a, one of those survival esque games. I mean, they've, yeah, they've uh, been Conan, around. Conan Exiles, Conan Exiles just came out of yeah. early. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Actually, preview. I, I totally forgot about that game. And Conan's really good. I like it a lot. I think uh, they kind of fell off a little bit as Battle Royale got as popular. Battle Royale got popular, and then yeah. it'd be kind of cool to see this. Be hopefully it'd be that and not a Battle Royale or something weird like that. Yeah, which I don't. See how that would work. I it don't could work, could do but that. I don't think it'd be that no. fun. I think this is super smart because yeah. I think it's like the narrative and the aesthetic of Fallout like fits this style of game mm. perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'd be disappointed about is if it is like a rust where you're on your own and just sort of like building a shelter because that is sort of – uh, it flies in the face of like what they were saying, which is you have to rebuild society and this is Reclamation Day and we're coming out of the vault and – you know, humanity is back at it. Uh, and like to go out there and like, all right, I have to build my shelter and hide from ghouls for like 30 days. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would be a little disappointed with that. But I think Fallout Online uh, as a component to, you know, that that storyline, whereas like Elder Scrolls Online is a component to to that other franchise. I think that's super duper smart. It, it seems better to do this than to do an MMO like ESF. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. I am really totally curious agree. to see like what monsters they'll have in it since yeah. that they won't have super mutants, have like yeah. ghouls or like whatever else. Um, is, a lot it, of natural things to worry about. It is almost like definitively not a big like single oh, player. Absolutely. It's not a Fallout 4 type, yeah. a, a traditional Bethesda Game Studios, Todd Howard role-playing game. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll get... so. Th- Huge demo for that coming up, of course, at Bethesda's E3 conference, along with Rage 2. Like They're, they're going to have a very interesting conference yeah. on their hands. Yeah, I, I really do hope we get to see like more gameplay of what this is at the conference. I would expect And if it's that. out soon, hey, uh, we also know bringing that back. one of the Todd Howard game. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. we don't so know what it is. Very so. interesting E3 for them. Mm. And, and yeah, if... Uh, I think the the rumblings are that this that Fallout seventy six is out this year, which would just make Q four even I mean, more it, insane. It, it makes sense for Bethesda and how they release games now. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey, we're not going to talk about it until we're ready to put it out. Yeah. I love that they. I mean, do look that. at Fallout four; like, it, it's out in six months. You yeah, know? they did the same with Dishonored and Wolfenstein. And yeah. I really like that. Uh, I saw somebody playing Fallout Shelter on the train yesterday. That was really weird to me. I like that but game. So I still cool. play it on planes every now and then. If Fallout 4 is going to be this multiplayer supplementary kind of content to a, a regular traditional sort of linear RPG in the Fallout verse, uh, what month does it drop? Because October 
is Red Dead. I'll bet it's a November release. You think? Yeah. It, it goes up against the first-person shooters? They, it is different enough that. that it'll be a different yeah. sort of audience. It could be okay. But there's a lot of overlap between, you know, Battlefield COD and, you know, f- just major yeah. franchises. Well, yeah. The second half of October is a little booked up, but, yeah, I can Ma- see it being Maybe it goes early October. Game. They tend to do that. Otherwise, I would... August would be good for them, too, but I don't know yeah. if they'd be ready for that, I mean, Spider-Man's going to have the last two weeks of September... Or the last week of September and the the first week of October. Yeah. Getting busy. (laughs) All right. uh, We are out of time. Those are our E3 predictions and a little more for uh, this was episode 340. We'll we'll do some trivia next week. Hopefully. Also, State of Decay has already sold over 1 million. No, already has over 1 million plays. We can talk more about that next week. I just think it's uh, great. Yeah. State of Decay 2 off to a great start. Do give it a try if you have not. And use our wiki. Heck of a lot of fun. Please use our wiki. (laughs) Miranda works very hard on it. Yeah. All right. Still working on it. Plug away. Uh, go, Brand, go Alana, you're, while, you're, while Brandon... Uh, well, you pointed and then you yeah, moved well, over. Yeah, then you, had the, you were going for the drink. Uh, you find me on Twitter. It's just my name, Brandon Tyrell. Uh, we've been, I've been out for a while, but now I'm back. And so we got a lot of cool stuff coming uh, in the lead up to E3. So yeah, I don't cool. think any of us can really talk about anything that we're working on. I can. Miranda can. Hello. Please use IGN wikis. We work really hard at them. <laughs> I've been using them. That's our them. biggest thing, yeah. We have an updated E3 wiki, so every game that's been confirmed to be playable or some sort of form at E3 is on this massive list that I've been keeping track of. I look every single morning to find new stuff. Uh, we have a bunch of rumored games on there as well. And, of course, like I said, Save Decay 2. If you guys have any questions, please tweet at me. I'd love to like, hear what you guys are having issues with or what you want to know more about. I've had a few people do that already, and I'm very happy about that. And we'll try to get in our wiki if we can. Excellent. So, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, a bunch of preview embargoes lifted earlier this week. Uh, I previewed We Happy Few, which I played at Judge's Week. So if you'd like to hear more about that and how how the uh, single player campaign for that is shaping really up, excited about check that. out my piece mm-hmm. on IGN there, as well as uh, it's not Xbox, but I'm going to plug it anyway because I am so head over heels in love with Octopath Traveler for the Switch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I played a new version of that, new build of that recently with one of the one of the next, it's like I guess the third announced character of the eight characters. So please take a look at that preview, Alana. Yeah, I can't talk about anything that I'm working uh, on. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Uh, but it's mostly all just E3 planning. We got a lot of exciting stuff. Um, I'm doing a ton of research for interviews that I have of games that, well, I think they're mostly all known about, but sometimes I forget. So I don't know what what I'm on handy yeah. of. So I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah, fair very much the same. Oh, something Good. I can talk about. I'm reviewing Vampire right now. And, that looks very uh, cool. Vampire or vampire? You know what? Either. I sure. think tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. a don't non game. Um, I mean, it is. Yeah, spelled with a Y. So uh, they use the the word vampire in the game quite often. But um, so yeah, I uh, can't talk about that at all. But the embargo for that is going to be up on Monday afternoon. So if you're curious about everything going on in that, uh, check it out on Monday. Sounds good. All right, we got one more show for you before we head off to E3. So we'll see you back here, same time, same place next week. Until then. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.